What's good, everyone? Welcome to the Rate Infinity Show podcast. This is episode number 104. And tonight, I got two of my homies on here tonight. My my my, my boy, Carlos, and my boy, Steven, from Ignoramus Media. What you, what you guys doing? How you guys doing out there? Good, man. Yeah, happy to be here, dude. Yeah, thanks for the invite. Yeah, you're welcome. Like, like I've actually been trying to get this one set up for over, for actually two months. Because, like, after I, when I was doing the show with you, Steven... You, and Carlos, you were actually in the live chat while um, while watching that, and me and you actually had a private conversation afterwards, talking about a lot about the things that we taught me and Stephen talked about. And right after that, I had to just get all three of us booked on the show to show because this was going to be a great um, conversation we can have, like one of the best episodes we could ever I could ever get right here. But yeah, so yeah, thank you guys for coming here because this has been I've been trying to get this one set up. So yeah, all right. Oh, sorry guys. Where'd he go? Where's Ray? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry. The Matrix does not want me on. Okay. The Matrix is trying to stop me. So, yeah. All right. All right. I'm so sorry about that, guys. But, yeah. But, like, uh, let's let's get into the first topic here today. Like, as you guys know, like, um, Carlos, you didn't know until I t- told you about this, like, sh- shooting that happened at this um, Christian school or something. Um, yep. Steven, you, you're, you've been – I've been seeing you talk a little bit about it on Twitter today, a little bit. Mm. And I was confused at first, like, um, so, cause like, oh, it's another school shooting, but it's here at a, at a Christian school. Okay. And then when you look more into it, it's like, um, it kind of makes sense now. Cause like, um, as Steve and I, you and me were talking before we went live, the person who was actually behind the shooting was a person of, let's just say the LGBT, whatever community, I don't know what it, what it's called anymore, but yeah, but yeah, like. You and plus, right after the shooting happened, this is before any of the information came out. You saw all the leftists and all the Democrats, even Biden himself, like coming out saying, "We need to pass gun legislation," like they do after every single shooting. And someone actually made a like it wasn't real, but someone put made a deep fake of the interview and saying talking where Biden was talking about ice cream and kids and stuff like that. That wasn't real, guys. That was actually a deep fake. I'm just letting you know. I'm trying to be fair right here, but yeah. But nonetheless, though. They were just talking about legislation immediately, even just right after the sh- after this shooting where kids just died. I, I I forgot how many it was, but like it was a bunch of them, and it was scary. And then all of a sudden, it came out the person who was behind the shooting was who was a person of the LGBT community. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on it? Well, that's a dude. <laughs> that's that's called a, a man. <laughs> that's called a guy. Uh, I mean, I, they might be part of that community or whatever. But, uh, you know, I, I mentioned this off air, uh, you know, of course it's a guy. We hit what we aim at, dude. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, all jokes aside, yeah, I mean, that's just a guy, and it was like an anti-Christian guy. I haven't really, like, looked into the whole narrative. I usually don't comment on it too much until a day or two has gone by because it's, it's usually the, the opposite of what the leftists say. Um, and, yeah, they're going to push for legislation. They're going to say that we need, you know, I, I view all this stuff as a spiritual issue. Um, you know, I don't, I don't care if you banned every gun in the world, people would just like use a rock. And if you banned like every person in the world, you would still be murder. Um, so yeah, we'll wait, wait to see what happens, but that's a dude. <laughs> that's my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Carlos. So what were your thoughts on it? So, uh, you know, I was in the middle of work. That's why I, I couldn't, I didn't have time to, I had some busy, you know, reports to do and whatnot this morning. So I couldn't get, couldn't keep uh, informed, but uh, when you mentioned it to me, 
Um, you know, I it, it immediately when you said it was a Christian church, it, I, I I guessed that it would be somebody of this community. And my my initial thought is this should be a hate crime, right? Because if the roles were reversed, you know it would be. And this is a Christian school, so why why is it not, right? Yeah, and like remember that um that um shooting that happened in Colorado a few months ago about like um at a drag show story hour, drag queen story hour, whatever you want to call it. And like remember how the media was pushing it until they found out oh a person the person who actually did the shooting was was one of our was in our community, so we have to back off on that right now. So something similar is happening right here, except um it's someone from their community. I'm um, killing people that are in our community that are in the Christian community, like. If a Christian walked into a drag show and started shooting about people, and they would be dilified really badly. Now, as they should be, because murder is is bad no matter what, no matter who it does it. But still, though, like I'm just I'm just trying to be fair right here. Like the left would um be would be portraying this like all Christians are bad, but right now they're portraying it like oh like um the the like it's it's just another shooting. We gotta like yeah. And now that we found out that someone that that's on our side, we gotta back up because like um. Actually, I've been seeing a lot of the media just starting to back out now after it came out who it was. I, I just started seeing it. They they do that all the time. Uh, you know, the 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 driver that ran into the parade with all the kids, everybody was like, oh, my gosh. And then they found out who it was. Yeah. It was a, a black guy. And then that story went away in a couple of days. Uh, there was a gentleman who uh, ran into the Capitol uh, police barricades. I think he killed a police officer. The guy was yeah. black also. At first, they made it seem like it was, uh, you know, another Trump supporter gone crazy. And then it turned out it was a black guy. And then that story went away. Uh, you know, the Nancy Pelosi or the, you know, her husband's uh, attacker, right? They made it look like an extreme right wing and, and it was actually not, right? So so I have to agree with Stephen. This is, this is it's an anti-Christian move, movement. It's an anti-Christian, it's an anti-God movement if you look at it, right? Uh, you know, public enemy number one is your white, and Christian. Mm. Yeah. 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 Just Poor like me, I said. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lucky me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm half white. So, yeah. yeah. So, dude, you know, I'll get it, you these days. I don't, do it, they do like the one drop rule these days with white? Are we going back to that? <laughs> like, if you got just a little bit in you, you know, you're. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's uh, they're always going to spin this to be something that it isn't. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see and things like that. I will disagree. You know, I, I do. I, I will disagree a little bit with what Carlos said. I, I don't think there should be such a thing as hate crimes. Now I will say this since there are hate crimes on one side, this should be called a hate crime. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if that that's a disagreement. I just think that like it, in my perfect world, there this is just a crime. I mean, murder is Agreed. wrong. But since they would use it on one side, I'm down with like this retribution thing. That's so exactly what I'm talking even, about. Don't even oh, disagree. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, 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 so like I said, they're actually they're like I said, the media is backing off right once this information came out. Like in my, in my what I think what they should have probably done was they probably should have well, they probably should have waited till they got all the information. And guess what? They wouldn't have even covered it then. And we we clearly see what would have happened then. Yeah. Look at Nicholas Sandman. They just they never do that and they never seem to learn. Yeah. Because yeah, well, because they, yeah. they bury it. Yeah, and but no it nothing ever you know, they're not gonna learn until there's some sort of uh some sort of consequence and they just keep getting away. I mean, people like us do continue to view them in a negative light and makes makes them look more and more silly to us, but to the mainstream and to their side, 
they just will spin it or I don't I can't quite figure out why there's it keeps happening yeah Sandman Jussie Smollett Bubba Wallace everyone and, and it just keeps happening are people just dumb do they not care do they think that conservatives are so evil that it's worth the lying or the cause it's one of the hardest things to figure out because you kind of have to be a mind reader uh so yeah but it'll happen again and they'll just spin it and the, the like the world will keep turning and i wish i could figure it out but so yeah, i have i have a, i have a theory i have a theory uh i think it's it's short-term memory mixed with emotional what i like to call emotional warfare right mm. Think about it. Emotions are very powerful, right? Uh, let's take a couple of examples, right? If you are a really, really old guy, like the 70s, 80s, 90s, and you're with this smoking hot chick, right? That's really young, right? You know, in her 20s, 30s. I mean, everybody can see it. She's with him for the money, right? Mm. But he's going to believe that she loves him, right? And so, you know, and sometimes, unfortunately, unfortunately, in, in abusive cases where it's a, an abusive husband towards a wife, right? You know, you could see the abuse and it's not good for her to be there, but she stays in there because whatever emotions, maybe it's because she's got kids, right? And she doesn't want to break up the family. Emotions are very, very powerful. I've seen a lot of fraudulent cases where men give their money to like strangers thinking that they can have some type of connection there, right? And it's just, it's sad. So it's very, very powerful. One last example. And I picked this up when I was a teenager in the 90s. I noticed that the media, whenever there was white on anything else, race became very prevalent. You know, white cop beats black suspect or something like that, or black man or whatever. But when those roles were reversed, you can never find anything about race. It's, 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 uh, you know, officer and suspect. It's uh, nurse. And this, you know, it was about profession then at that point. It had nothing to do with race. They're very, very sneaky with creating what I like to call this emotional trigger that gets people to jump, right? Because why? That adds viewership, right? At this juncture, it's more than viewership. It's the political divide so that they can keep staying in power. Yeah. yeah. It's like self-deception, right? You take that example with the, the, the sugar daddy, you know, the, the, yeah, it's like he's, <laughs> He, it's not he's not in an honest situation but what do you do other than lie to yourself i mean you can't be so it's yeah it's emotional it's emotional it's deception it's sell it's like the biggest lie you can tell is one to yourself and it seems like the left or the liberals have they've caught up in this they've been lying i think liberalism is a lie it's a it's an ideological lie and when you buy into that for decades mental illness yeah i mean i do <laughs> but i do think that i I think that in, in a way, like having your worldview structured without God in mind is a mental illness. It's very without when you don't have the most high in mind, you're neglect. You're basically just, I don't know, just like a dog with clothing on. And that that's it's not even behaving like a human in your in your very worldview. So I, I do agree with that statement that liberalism is a mental illness. So so where do you think all of that started, though? Like, um. Do you think it started like pretty recently or do you think it started like way back, even like way before even our time? Oh, definitely before our time. I mean, I probably I mean, we might disagree about this or something like that, but I think it's built into like uh, it, it basically built into um, like the idea as the people like the fundamentals of the West. I think we're always going to result in in this type of liberalism, in my view, like the people as sovereign and that the fact that and like that we have like so-called god-given rights 
it, it doesn't, it, I mean, it, it usually doesn't take, it usually takes a couple hundred, 300, 400 years to happen, but I think it's built into the fundamentals of our like philosophical presuppositions of individual rights and liberties. Um, that's why I, I believe in the Bible, not really in the constitution. Interesting. I, I have to agree. It's been going on for, I mean, that's just part of human history. I mean, if we look at the Bible, for example, the book of Judges is the, it, it was the most frustrating book for me to read because you see, uh, you know, a constant uh, pattern of uh, Israel becoming, uh, you know, rich, wealthy, self-sufficient, turning their back on God. Then God allows an enemy to come in, invade, conquer them. Then they all repent and get store, uh, sorry. God raises up a judge to save them and, 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 you know, happens. I don't know how many times, to be honest, it's been a while since I read it, but that's the MO of the book. And I'm like, yeah. I'm scratching my head like, oh my gosh, it, it was just two pages ago that you guys did this and here you are. But what we don't get to see, right, unless you're actually a historian or you actually look at the history is, is that that takes place over, you know, decades, hundreds of years, et cetera. But because it's, it's crammed into just one book, it's like, it's like one page after another of the same pattern. And so, and, but, you know, you know, you look at it, I mean, here we are the most wealthiest country in the world. And we've been that way for a while. And there's no denying that we are moving further and further and further away from God. A report just came out uh, at the beginning of the year that the church attendance in this country fell below 50%. Wow. Yeah. And like, um, are you guys have you guys seen a lot of these photos coming out from a lot of these churches all around the world, particularly in Australia, where like um where literally priests are like dressed up in all rainbows, let like the church yeah. is dressed and dressed is like decorating like rainbows, like even the carpet going into the church is a rainbow. Like like you in my opinion, like those people they don't truly believe in God. What they actually believe in is like um their own their own version of God, not what God actually is. Yeah, they've created an idol. And yeah, that's definitely happening in uh, in the churches, some churches in America, too. And I really like, Carlos, that you brought up the book of Judges. I mean, because, you know, I've I I don't want to get it like misconstrued that I just don't believe in rights at all. I mean, I do believe in the right to life. I'm extremely anti-abortion. And I just don't think, I think, I don't know what year you would say this is. It, there's many arguments. Uh, I don't know if it was the year the Constitution was signed or the Bill of Rights or maybe like 1910 or 1960 or maybe even like, I don't know what year. But the minute you start to separate rights from God, it becomes an absolute disaster. And that's what the people in the book of Judges, it says this in the, I think in the, the end of the book of Joshua that everyone lived did according to their own ways or something like that yep. and that they got brought under judgment and it's kind of same as it ever was i mean so i do believe in a certain like we have freedom in christ we have freedom when we follow god's law but we don't we try to have freedom these days we being like the collective we like we try to have freedom independent from god and that's how that's how the society we live in happens um all the money in the world but you know where you know people are suicidal there's these shootings they have no purpose they're lonely and it's it, it can if we reach out because we've God gotten too and, comfortable yeah i think so i mean what is that though what is comfort i mean material comfort i guess that there that's going on but we're so uncomfortable in the more important ways like yeah. family we're, we're we're uncomfortable we have high anxiety 
Uh, I'm saying we like it's us three. I'm not. I don't mean us three, but it's just as a broad society. I think we're very uncomfortable, but we won't admit it. We just think we think that like food and sex and uh, and worldly uh, materials equal comfort, and I think that's a big mistake. Yeah, yeah. Well, I actually well, like um, to to your point that you said earlier about the Constitution. You're you're for the Bible, not the Constitution. And my view, I think the Constitution. It, this is a weird way of saying it, but I think it's actually in a way part of the Bible in my view because like the Bible, what, what? it does, it it is it does create order. Like um, because like if you read, there's some parts of the Bible where like yeah, there's there, you clearly have to have order, but there also is like some lenient way where you can have like some freedom, like like. What God gives you, He gives you freedom, but as long as you follow in His ways, that's the way I, I, that's the way I interpret what the Constitution was meant. Because the founders of this country, they were Christians, all of them were, including Jefferson was. No, most of them no, were. Dude, dude, Jefferson made his own Bible. We took out all like the things that made Christ a deity. Uh, there were a bunch of like there were a bunch of non Christians in the found. I've done. Full shows on this. Definitely not all of the founders were Christian. Now, most of the founding stock of America, the people were mostly Christian, but there, uh, you know, Jefferson was like a deist. I don't know if you know what that is. I mean, he was, no. he, he was like a, he was like, he believed in, he wasn't an atheist, but he, if you take parts out of the Bible because they're not convenient to your worldview, I mean, maybe, I don't know, you might be a Christian, but that's like a massive sin. That 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 is, and that's yeah. actually in the book of at the final uh, book of Revelation, where it yeah. says whoever takes out of this book or adds on to it will be will be cursed. I mean, you yeah. you cannot change and manipulate scripture at all. I mean, I don't know how you can misinterpret that yeah. particular you know yeah. area. Look yeah. into well, it, man. The founding well, fathers well, were well, not well, just like all Christian, well, dude. Like the well, yeah. well. The definition of deist back during like the founding days was like you believe in God and the Bible, but you you had questions about the divinity of of Christ. Like I, I disagree with them that because you have to, it's clearly obvious what the Bible tells you to do. But that's that's just what the name of a deist was back then. No, and a deist. No, a deist no, is, no, the, is the a clockwork, person. The clockwork idea today, like um, like like some the idea of like a deist today is like someone who believes in like the clockwork theory, where like um, yeah. there's like some creator clockwork. out there that just winds up a clock. Back then, during the founding days, that's not what a deist was. Like How do you know the, that? I, I've done I've done research into this. Like a deist right. back and during like the founding days, like. You, you you did believe in like in like God and the Bible. You just had um questions about the about G, about the Christ. That's it. Now I still disagree with him on that part, though. I completely that agree with true, you on man. that. Yeah, yeah. I can. That ain't yeah. true. I mean, okay, yeah. send me that, send me it off air. But that's yeah, that's I, I, deist I, has never I, been linked to like challenging Christ. Like de, de, a deist is a person that thinks that that God should be like subject to reason, basically. Um, the modern clockmaker thing is one is one thing, but as, send me it. I mean, I've never I seen will. that ever I will. That, that it's changed. But um, but my point is that uh, that the, this idea that the founders were just like all Christians that's not really that true. And like the Constitution, though, pre Bill of Rights Constitution really didn't have much about rights. It just had about things to do with how government should be organized. So I mean. The idea that, I mean, it might have been influenced by the Bible, but the Bible's the Bible, and the Constitution's the Constitution. That's my point. Well, they I did. Uh, yeah, I, 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 like I said, I, I don't think that they're, like, um, 100% the same. I just think, like, um, in a way, like, the Constitution is part of, of the Bible. That's just the way I view it. It's part of it in a, in a small way. I, I mean, the I, 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 I part of the Constitution. 
You know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm no, like I'm, I'm talking about in like spiritually pretty much really like I'm the idea of it is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Carlos. You're saying something. No, no, no. I, I was actually going to agree with you, Stephen. I don't, I don't, I don't think they're a part of one another. I think it was, you know, it, it might've been influenced or created with having things of the Bible in mind, but it was, um, you know, it, I, I don't see it as a spiritual document, right? I, I see it as uh, like the way that you laid it out, something to govern the people, right? And so on and so forth. But, uh, but it is what it is. I mean, it does, uh, we do have inalienable rights that are given to us by God. And I do think that it does acknowledge that. So as far as that goes, I, maybe that's what you were trying to say, Ray? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I, that I'll agree with. Yeah. yeah. But, but like he, a here, here's the, going back to what what was mentioned uh, about these churches, and it, and it's not just you know the, the gay churches, right? It, it's it's any church that does not preach the word of God that, that gives you a different gospel that does not um, challenge you. Number one, it, it doesn't connect you to God. Let's start there. Number two, it doesn't challenge you, right? To repent of your sins. We're all sinners. None of us. None of us are not. There's no such thing as a as a non-sinner. That's that's false. Everybody's a sinner. All three of us here are sinners. Oh yeah. The problem no is, questions. do we have repented repented sinners, or do we have unrepented sinners? That's the difference. Yeah. And you cannot be repented if you're continuously living a lifestyle that goes against what the Word of God says. That's I mean that's just Christianity 101. Yeah. 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 We're not the ones that decide that. That's that's up for the Lord to decide. Yeah. Well. Ah. Uh, it's up for the Lord to decide, but it, he he tells us to judge right, righteously. I mean, we're given a roadmap for what is sin and what is not. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's definitely up for the Lord. I'm not arguing with that. Oh, yeah. But he he the Lord is not like beaming his like thoughts and words through a loudspeaker all the time. I mean, he works through through men. He works through humans. So I think that you know these. I mean, a lot of these. A lot of these gay churches that made me laugh. I just, yeah, that's really what they are. Uh, you should put it on a shirt then. Yeah. Yeah. No more gay churches. Yeah. I need Bryson Gray. I don't know if you know who that is, but he's got that hoodie that says, Make America Straight Again. I uh, like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot of them don't really acknowledge the existence of sin. You know, they don't talk about repentance because they don't acknowledge, you know, you can't be a sinner if you think there's no sin. And a lot of them think that like you're just getting into heaven because you just like love Jesus. And when they mean when they say love, they mean like love in the earthly sense. They mean like they have a good feeling about Jesus. But it says in the book of James that the demons believe in Jesus. Um, that doesn't mean they're going to heaven. So it's like yeah, what and, type of Jesus, yeah. yeah. Are you and it's you? not and it's not just those types of churches that 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 don't teach about repentance right uh, or sin or anything like that i mean you've got uh, you know these uh televangelists that do the same thing and they're in the same spot so it really has nothing to do with whether they're gay or not it has to do with the gospel message mm. is it accurately being preached or not that's the bottom line yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. like uh, like i'm um, carlos you're actually like I, like you well know that i was spiritual before spiritual pretty much and then i started talking to you more and that like you you brought me more towards christianity actually cool. like we, we've had private conversations about that and like, i still thank you for that so yeah beautiful yeah. praise the lord man praise the lord oh yeah yeah he gets like, I've all always, the benefit and all the I, glory I, I, I've always believed in God, but I was but I was never really religious. Like I'm, and it, like I said, after having conversations with you, it's brought me more towards that that direction. 
Good. I hope yeah, that you continue cool. to grow, and I hope that you continue. I hope that you make that that spiritual connection that uh, you know that is undeniable, and your faith is cemented in Christ. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Le and, and like um, what, and like um, when I talked when when I said earlier, like um, the Lord is in charge. Like we all know that. Here, here's a here's here's a, an opinion I have. We're like um, God knows what everything is going to happen. He knows what what will happen. But he lays multiple paths down for us to follow. He just knows which one we will go down. That's the way I've always viewed it. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't have my mind made up on that one. I'm not even like disagreeing. I mean, there's theories that like God is outside of time, so he doesn't know what we're gonna do in every situation. But he's prepared for every outcome. That's more what I think. Is I don't think like I do believe in uh, in a certain form of free will where I don't think God has determined every outcome. I think that he's so sovereign that he's prepared for any outcome. And it, you, and, and no matter uh, what, you know, which choice we make his sovereign plan, the big picture sovereign plan will not be derailed. Yeah. I don't have my mind made up. I, there's a well, lot of schools of thought on well, like whether foreknowledge is determinism and all that stuff. I don't know. That's an interesting point. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, he does he doesn't he doesn't intend for like another human to kill another human what that is like that's the devil's work throwing us off the path that's that's, that's my that's, point yeah yeah that, that'd that, be an example of god doesn't intend for that to happen he doesn't plan like but he he knows that it's sin is going to happen because of from the yeah. beginning you know but anyway yeah no and it's a very interesting it's it's something that the church is not uh 100 um you know there's not a 100 consensus on that right yeah. uh everybody has their different theories and thoughts on that I, I, I think I posed that question to my pastor like a couple of years ago, maybe like four years ago. And I said, you know, if if we are predestined, right, and God knows beginning to end, can we also say that there's some people that are predestined to be damned, if that's the case? I mean, if, if we look at, for instance, Judas, right? Judas, I mean, we knew there was going to be a betrayer in the Old Testament that was spoken. We didn't know who it was. And then and then if, if it's known from beginning to end, then Judas was born to be condemned then. I think some people, their fate is already predetermined. Like some people just are meant to be that. Like I, there's probably some people that are just meant to be bad. Like God does not intend for them to be bad, but like Satan, he realizes what's going on and like he can interfere with that and like just throw them off the path that just that easy because he knows the ones that are, that are like, um, that are like, let's just say, let's be fair right here. Like just say weaker than the others. I think like in the, in like spiritually. I think there's a mixture of both because, you know, honestly, there's scripture to um, to confirm both, uh, you know, both theories, if you will. I think it's a mixture of both. I think there are a group of people that are already predetermined, pre-chosen, if you will. Uh, 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 Samson is, uh, is a good example of that. Right. And Book of Revelation talks about how there's predestined, uh, you know, X amount of thousands of people from each of the 12 tribes. Excuse me. I think it's like 12,000 people. So there's clear uh, scripture to support that you are predestined. But I also do think that there are some, most for most cases, that uh, it's a choice. You know, you 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 choose you choose it, right? The path is laid there. The mess. Of, I mean, if it wasn't a choice, then why are we spreading the gospel? Yeah. What's the yeah. point of it? Yeah. Right. God, God gave us the great commission is to go out and and, and preach the gospel to every corner of the world. If people were predetermined and there would be no need, then there would be no need to do that because everybody's already been selected. And that's not the case. That's why we have to go do that to get that message so that people can know and make that decision choice for themselves. Well, well, what do you guys think when we die? Like, I'm um, we, um, like God decides where we go regardless, whether it's 
heaven, he hell, whatever, whatever one you want, whatever one he decides. But like, um, do you think like like spiritually, like like a soul, like do you like think like the soul in a way continues continues in like another way, or do you think like it, what our soul is what goes to heaven or hell, or do you like like what do you guys think of that idea? Well, I mean, it says in the body. I mean, to be separated, to be separated from the body is to be present with the Lord, and it also says that um, it is from man to die once and then face the judgment. So, I do believe that the uh, hmm. the second that we die, we go somewhere. Um, I'm not a I'm not a Catholic or Eastern Orthodox, so I don't believe in uh, purgatory. I don't think purgatory is is biblical. Um, so, I do think that we go somewhere. Our soul goes somewhere. When when we die and we only die once, um, but I mean the day of judgment doesn't happen when we die, so the day of judgment happens whenever Christ comes back. So um, I don't know if that answers your question, but I mean uh, I'm still I mean I've been a Christian for four years and I'm very much on my walk uh, uh, and figuring out things like we've talked about already, like predestination, and definitely I'm not well versed in eschatology as like, study of the end times so i don't have my my i don't know if i if i ever like have my mind 100 percent made up that's probably a problem because that means i'm not like digging into the word anymore um so i don't know i mean i believe we have a soul and when you like you know your soul being fully separated from god that's hell i mean hell is to be separated from god uh and that that would suck <laughs> hmm. yeah yeah uh one thing, if I if I can make a correction on you, uh, Ray, uh, God God doesn't choose us to go to hell. We choose it, right? Uh, there's scripture that says, and I'm trying to look yeah. for it, but it. I'm sorry. Well, what I was saying, like I agree with you, like it, it's our choice, but like what I'm saying is, like, I'm, our when our judgment comes, that's what I'm. That's what I mean. Right, right. Uh, in, in in essence, at the end, it, you know, God. It, it's in the Bible. It's in the Gospels. Um, it says that uh, God made uh, hell for the devil and his and his demons. Right. It wasn't made for us, but we choose to go there when we reject him. Right. So, so I just wanted to correct that. Um, the second part, Darna, and I lost my place of what we were just discussing. Um, Steve, what 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 did you say about? Uh, well, I, he Ray asked what what where he thinks the soul goes oh, when we die, yes. basically. Yep. Yes, yes. We actually do have a, a an example, uh, an actual visual example of what it, what happens when you die. So if you guys were to go to Luke, if I'm not mistaken, Luke chapter 16, it talks about the Lazarus and the young rich ruler. And so what happens is Lazarus uh, is a, a beggar. He's outside. And then you've got this young rich ruler every day passed by him, didn't care about him, didn't help him. In any way, and it's not just giving him money because a lot of people think that, oh, it's just giving him money. It's helping in any type of way, some some humanity, right? He just ignored him. So what happens is both the individuals die. Uh, Lazarus ends up uh, in heaven with Abraham. And then this young rich ruler is in some type of uh, a spot. It's not quite hell. Well, it is hell. And there's an abyss that 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 separates the two. And he sees and he goes, he goes, listen, can I please, can I please go up there? And, and he goes, no, Abraham's like, no, no, you can't come up here. Nobody from up here can go down there. Nobody from down there can come up here. And he talks about how his soul is tormented day and night. He thirsts, he said. Uh, once Abraham tells him nobody can come up and down, right? He says, well, then, then grant me this one favor. Send somebody back 
so that they can warn my brothers. I don't want them to go through this, right? And he says, listen, even if I were to bring somebody back, there are some people that aren't going to believe. They have the books of Moses. They can, they can, or they have the books, right? In essence, the Old Testament scriptures. Uh, they can that and know about it, right? So in essence, it's it's a really, really uh, amazing spark. It's the only place where we have a visual depiction of what hell is like. Luke 16, yeah. if I'm Luke not mistaken. Yeah, it's it's either Luke 16 or Luke 17. It's 16. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because, I mean, again, this is I'm kind of shooting from the hip here. I just don't know whether like our like our uh, is uh, Hades, Sheol and hell and Abraham's bosom all the same thing. Or like, what are those four different terms? Because these are four. I believe Abraham's bosom is one of them where it's it's basically, you know, like in uh, in. The book of I think of first Samuel, you know, Samuel dies and then Saul contacts a medium and he bring and that medium brings Samuel back. And it, I think it says Samuel came from Sheol. And I don't think like Sheol and hell are the exact same thing. You know, so basically he was just uh, I think in the Psalms, I believe that that David, you know, talks about he's going to go to Sheol one day. And how would that work if Dave, David was, you know clearly had faith in in the promises of, of god uh but yeah it's an interesting discussion i just you know i'm a little bit uh um you got a lot of biblical knowledge carlos that's really cool man yeah this is a this is a good chat that's yeah, why i, I want to get you guys together right here because this I, would be a great I, conversation i was an atheist for like 30 years and uh gosh i did a lot of immoral things nothing illegal but i i definitely did a lot of immoral things Things that normal people would be like, no big deal. You know, I, I mean, I, I thrived in the strip clubs. I would take strippers home with me. I would skirt chase. I didn't care if they were married in a relationship, whatever. If I if I could get it, I, I could get it, right? And 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 that's what men are taught in, in worldly men, right? And so um, I got to a moral low in my life. And, um, and I just, I, I was in the midst of an affair, to just be honest. I, I was having an affair. And uh, this person was a Christian, and she knew I was an atheist. Um, and she invited me to church. Now, I, I was lying to her completely. I had her completely lied. Um, uh, and so I said, uh, I was like, yeah, I don't really want to go. And she was like, well, you know, what, what types of churches have you been to? And I go, oh, I've always been to Catholic churches as a kid, and I don't, I don't like them. And uh, she goes, well, me and my sister are going um, to, this, to this church, and we think you like it. It's Christian. And I said, okay, well, me, two hot girls. All right, I'll go wherever <laughs> you want to go. I, I kid you not. That's exactly what I thought. And so I, I went and and I was like, wow, I was blown away. It, it was like something hit me, a breath of fresh air. Um, and so after we were done, she goes, do you want to you want to keep coming back? And I, and I said to her, yeah, actually, I, I think I would. And and after four months of going, it, it, the, the words started to compel me. I, I actually ended up leaving that relationship. Um, and and but I still wasn't there yet. I still hadn't made I was still in my searching phase. So I think uh April 6th of 2008 is when I, I actually went up to verbally receive Christ, but I still wasn't a believer. I, I know it in my heart, right? I still had questions. I still had doubts. Um, even though by, by, by normal Christian church standards, I was saved. I know I wasn't based on what I've read, what I've studied. Um, it wasn't until the following year, uh, August 14th of 2009. That's my my birthday. That's the spiritual birthday that I, I always, I go out with my pastor. We always have dinner together in one night and we celebrate, um, you know, my salvation on that day. Uh, that's when I became a believer. I, I had a spiritual inter interaction with God. I saw him, big ball of light. We interacted in my, my dream, 
right? Some people say, well, it's just a dream. Well, then you're going to have to get rid of a couple of books, a couple of passages if we're going to discount dreams, right? Mm. Um, but it was biblical. It was pertaining to my life, things that were happening. He gave me direction, spoke to me. I, I woke up in tears. I got immediately on, on, on my knees. I started to cry and thank him. Anyhow, from that day forward, my life was changed. I dedicated my, I, I just remember like three hours every day because I had denied him for so long. I, I couldn't wait to open up my Bible and read about him. And I, I started going to church and Bible study and, and switched my radio station. And I just immersed myself in his word. And so it, it's it's a progression, but it's never ending. And, and you know, it, it and I recommend everybody just continue to, to get into it because that's the only way we grow. Cool, man. Wow, that's good testimony, dude. Great. Praise yeah. God, man. Yeah, and like one of my like I told you, Carlos, one of my cousins, he actually is a pastor, like pre like a preacher. He gets that because his dad was like I've talked to him about about some stuff, not a whole lot, not as much as I've talked about with some stuff with you, but but nonetheless, though, like I I've still learned some interesting stuff from him as well. Yeah. yeah. So going back to the different the the different uh, hell and the different layers, there are there are it, it does talk about it, right? Uh, you know, there's there's a place where there's like multiple levers. So if you think about it, earth is here. There's a level here of when you you essentially go to hell. It's not hell, hell, right? Hell, hell doesn't actually open until you see it in, in the book of Revelation where the lake of fire opens up and then oh. Satan is cast down there with all the non-believers and all the bad people and all the demons. That's the final layer of hell, right? It makes sense when you think about it because people who died before Christ's crucifixion, where did they go, Right. Remember, as Christians, we believe Christ is the way. Well, Christ wasn't there in Old Testament times, right? Not the way he was in New Testament times. So where did they go? They went to a sub-level called paradise, right? That's where they were all held. So once Jesus, you know, is crucified, resurrected, and so on and so forth, those people who were in paradise then get lifted up to the heaven, the heavenly yeah. realms, right? Yeah. That's it's because, fascinating stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because like um before Jesus came here, like um, no one was really forgiven. Like, like just the smallest sins, you'd be cast down to the bottom, the bottom of the barrel instantly. And it wasn't until Jesus died where his blood is what allowed us to be forgiven so that um so that our so we can be properly judged, whether it goes up or down, regardless. Your sins are never taken away, right? That's you, why yeah, the Jews oh yeah, had to I, had to sacrifice every single year. They had to go to the yeah, temple yeah. and provide us a, a sin sacrifice. And what they did was you have different layers of the temple, right? They were not allowed inside the temple. They had to give it to the priest. The priest would then give it to the high priest, right? Who would go into the innermost circle or the innermost part of the temple to do the sin sacrifice on your behalf. Depending on how much sin you had throughout the year would depend on what types of sacrifices you gave and how much, right? And also depended on your money, right? If you were not very wealthy, you would do a dove. Right. But if you had a lot of sin, you'd have to go up. You go in the sheeps and the lambs and the goats and whatnot. Right. So it, but you have to do that on a yearly basis. What happens? Where's the temple right now? The temple's destroyed. So how do they do their sin? They don't believe in Jesus. Right. Yeah. So how do they do their sin sacrifices? Yeah. Uh, they have Yom, they made up a, a, a holiday, which is Yom Kippur, if I'm not mistaken. And it's where God they're just asking God to forgive them for their sins. But it's contradictory to the rules that were set up in the right. old testament that they yes. still have to follow today yeah and that's why you know that's why it's one of the biggest uh 
I don't know the fallacy is the right word. But one of the biggest things that people get get wrong is just like they say, like, uh, what's a Jew? Like, what's a practitioner of Judaism? It's like a person that believes in the Old Testament. I mean, first of all, if they believed in the Old Testament, they'd be Christian because Christ, the marks of Christ are all over the Old Testament. I mean, you know, not only the prediction of the man coming, but he actually shows up in. If you know what you're looking for, Christ makes appearances. He's not called jesus christ in uh in the old testament but also um they don't like you said they don't practice that that religion that that currently exists today started post christ it is not the same it is they're not like people of the old testament it's like a different religion they have like rabbinical judaism is not old testament judaism and that's a big big uh you know this is a subject i talk about a lot on my on my on my content for sure yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But, and like you, you just brought up Judaism right then. So, like, we can go right into that because, like, um, Carlos, you were actually, com- you were, at, at, me and you talked right after that live stream that me and Steven did about, like, um, like, about, like, our different opinions on Judaism. Like, um, obviously, like, I, I disagree with a little bit with Steven when he says, like, he thinks, like, all Jews, they're, they're, all of them are re- re- pretty much the bad ones. Like, they're the ones no, who that's control. That's not every- my position, though, dude. You know no. what I meant, though. You no, were saying like, say, no, 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 you can't say I think all Jews are the bad no, ones. No, 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 no. Roll no. the tape back. Come on, uh, you said. Okay, okay. let me rephrase. Okay, okay, let me rephrase right. that then. Let me. Can I rephrase it then? Yeah. You think that there's a certain section, correct? Does that let work me just better? say my position. Okay. <laughs> um, my position is that Jews don't believe in Christ. That's number one position is that yeah. Ju- that to, to, to one of the definitions of of a Jewish person is to reject Jesus as Messiah. Number two, they're t- they're less than three percent of the U.S. population and they're like 80 percent of Biden's cabinet. They run the media. They run uh, most powerful institutions. And if they don't, they have people that aren't Jews in place that won't let you speak about this. So in a certain respect, if you reject Christ, I do believe that you're like one of the bad ones, but we're bad. I mean, we're sinners, but it's not my, I mean, I don't hate Jewish people. I don't think that, that I think most Jews have no idea what we're even talking about, but I think that there's this protection apparatus set up where you can't talk about it. And they are involved in most of like the, the temptation industries or big power and things like that. But yeah, that's, that's my position. I could say more about it, but that's my general position is that at the top of the, of the like in enveloped of the whole thing is this like soft, not soft, this bully intimidation tactic where you can't talk about it. You people mischaracterize it. You can't talk about it. You can't get to the truth. They try to end your job. They try to take your livelihood away. And that's Jewish power to me. It's not just Judaism. It's Jewishness, which is the, which is the, you know, in, in it's the most powerful Christ rejecting ideology in the world. That's my point. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, he's, he's not wrong. I mean, in essence, the vast majority of Jews uh, don't believe in Christ, right? They don't yeah. acknowledge Christ yeah, as the Messiah. Right? That's oh, absolutely yeah. true. 100%. Now, I do think I think I do think that there is a small pocket of Jews that do believe in Christ. I actually met one. Um, I, I was not as well versed as I am today. It was when I first moved to Tampa, so I was still a, a baby Christian. I was brand new born, but it was pretty interesting that she she told me she was a Jew that she believes in, and and as I progress with my study, I found scriptures that say that there will there will be there will always be a believing Jew. Who believes in Christ? 
again, they're really small pocket, I would imagine, but there are some out there. Um, but and that that goes back to the differences between New Testament, Old Testament, yeah. right? They they just reject Jesus as a whole as the Messiah. I mean, Muslims do the same thing. Muslims don't, even though Jesus is in the Quran. Right. His immaculate birth is in the Quran. All of his miracles are in the Quran, including more. There's actually a, a additional miracles that are not in, in the Bible. For example, he takes in, in one of the passages, he takes mud, does this, creates a bird, breathes life into the bird and then releases it and the bird goes flying out. We don't have that in our scriptures, yeah. but they don't acknowledge him as a as nothing more than just a prophet uh, and a minor one at that. One one thing I will say is it, it, it's it, it's interesting because you're you're talking about Jews like like ethnic Jews that accept Christ as Lord and Savior, correct? Yeah, I, I guess yeah. so. I, like to I said, me, I, I didn't I didn't really talk to this lady that much. She just told me that she was a Jew and she believed in Christ. Yeah, I mean, to me, I mean, that is to me that is. I kind of don't. I mean, I'm not saying I would say this to uh, that person's face, but but I kind of don't allow that label to be anything other than a christian because you have all kinds of people by of all kinds of ethnic backgrounds that if they believe that they accept christ that's called just called a christian yeah, yeah you're right i i don't know if she was a like a like men like jewish in religion or jewish yeah. in like you know like where she was born because there is there is that thing too you're right and yeah. i didn't I didn't know enough to even ask that question back then so you're absolutely right on that yeah i mean because i you know like because like, i'll put it this way if a person like that is like just a Jew, then Paul was just a Jew, but Paul was a Christian. I mean, Paul was a Jew that, I mean, P that would make Peter a Jew. I mean, he was a Jew by blood, but he, you know, these are called Christians because they, right, they accept right. our Lord. Um, right. But what I'm talking about when I say a Jew, I mean, I, I mean, uh, a, I mean a person with Jewish ethnicity that also rejects Jesus. That's what right. I mean, like, mean okay. by a Jew. That's like, a good clarification. Yeah, it's yeah. a person, and they could be secular, but they certainly don't accept Christ. So it's like that's what that when I just to talk definitions. That's what I mean by a Jew. I think I think most most religious people are secular. I mean, we look at the Catholic Church; the vast majority of Catholics are are secular. Right. They just do but, things out of tradition. But I will say, but that doesn't make Catholicism secular. This is this no, is another thing right. that I've talked about a lot. Like you're right. That doesn't like inherent in the definite. Like you know, you might have a. There's a lot of like university bound Muslim Muslims, right? Now they might live a secular lifestyle. They might do things that would get them literally stoned in a Muslim country. But that doesn't make Muslim Islam itself something other than what it is but right. judaism itself jewishness itself no matter how the person like behaves they would be straying from the nature of that worldview and that worldview is a thing that rejects jesus so that is the important distinction like catholic you know, i mean people i mean look i'm a baptist right all kinds of baptists do all kinds of shit, you know but that doesn't mean like that would be a deviation from what their true ideology is. But what I see is as Judaism as an ideology wrapped up in that is, is the rejection of Christ and, and a stronger reject, much stronger rejection than goes down in Islam. And Islam does not have as much power as you, as the Jew, as Jewish power. I mean, if, 
like in the Talmud, man, I know I know Tal- the Talmud in Judaism is not like necessarily scripture. It's a lot of like debates. Like it's basically lawyers debating for like hundreds of years. But it says in the Talmud that that Jesus Christ is bur- is burning an excrement in hell right now. It doesn't say that in the in, it does not say that in the Quran. It, it says he was a prophet. Um, you know, if he if he's just a prophet, that also means Christ is insane. But I mean, well, I mean, because he called himself much more than a prophet. Um, but I just think there's this there's a special problem with Jewishness, world Jewry, and also the fact you can't. It's three pronged. There's a problem with the worldview itself. There's a problem with that you can't talk about it, and there's a problem of like misre like uh, the fact that it's like two two to three percent of the U.S. population, and they are just running all kinds of important institutions, big tech, the uh, you know the cabinet, international relations banking and porn hollywood big music i mean it's it, you know if they if they just took the thing where they if they just let us talk about it i would not talk about it so much but i have this like rebel thing where it's like you're gonna say i can't talk about something dude I, it's on till the end of my life that's you know, then i'll you, stop <laughs> i'm curious though do like those people that do that that consider themselves jewish like that run all these these things do they actually just call themselves Jewish and they don't actually believe in what they're believing it, or like are they actually Jewish though? And they're, well, they they reject Christ. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, that, so that's that's the main problem I have with it. Like, oh, so okay, whether okay, whether yeah. they believe in what their rabbi says or not, they reject Jesus. And there is a value system, like an unscrupulous uh, sh- kind of shady business practice. Like you don't have to tell the full truth all the time. So I think that they believe in that. Most of them believe in that system, especially the higher up you go. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm interested to see what you guys think, though. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, I, I, did, I did two hours of my stream on this topic today. So, I mean, I don't have to talk about it all day. I just, it, it's, yeah. uh, oh, it's, a, oh, it's, it's a recent red pill of mine. Like, I only discovered this in the last couple of years. So, I don't know. Yeah, and like you told me, um, Stephen, you still said you you hope to um red pill me on the Jews. Um, last time I was on, you told me that. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know if that'll entirely happen, but I can see. I don't think it happens in a one-on-one conversation on air. Um, I was I like I've done. Let's see, I've done probably two hundred interviews, like like interviewed two hundred people. I'm not sure if any person like red pilled me on air because I'm like like this. I got red pilled from like my own research talking to people and like running a solo show and chasing the rabbit trail so i don't know if i you know like i don't know but i i certainly don't like the 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 pyramid you showed me last time and there was like a little star of david at like the bottom of the pyramid that's insane dude like the idea that it's like just like in line with like islam and like taoism is crazy dude well you got Um, you guys know you guys know that that islam gets their basic pillars from the judeo-christian bible right dude the quran has so much bible in it <laughs> they, so so yeah i don't know if you guys know and, and you, you finish up finish up your thought I, I gotta look for her because i don't remember her name yeah but yeah you're right the if you read the quran there's a, a lot of scripture in it there's a lot of the bible in it um might be wrong in the chat says uh lying to the goyim is moral in their ideology they they have different they believe that they are like set apart in terms of they they most jews they wouldn't say these words because they'd be held to pay but like a lot a lot of these jews especially at the top they believe in like that they're a special race they believe in jewish supremacy in that they can treat they treat like 
Christianity believes in loving your enemies and not not repaying evil with evil. That's not how Jewishness is. They believe in like in group preferences, moral to like a crazy extent. That's their world, regardless of whether they go to synagogue and like people bring up these uh, what's it called these secular Jews. They either they or their either their parents or their parents' parents were rabbinical religious orthodox jews if you go back you know 70 you know anywhere from 50 to 70 years so i think this idea this just like strict distinction between like secular and religious is is a little bit flawed i think that it's it's like just jewishness so so what i'll say is that when it comes to jews i mean they're god's chosen people however we want to look at it whether we agree with it or not I mean, uh, Romans 1, 16, for example, says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first, yeah. and also for the Greek. Right? right. But so, read, so read I, Romans 11, though. I'm not, I'm not denying, you have to balance that with Romans 11, where the unbelieving Jews were grafted out of the tree because of unbelief. So correct. the idea that they're just the chosen people is... What does that mean is what I'm saying. They were chosen from like a historical standpoint that like the, the sin was revealed through the law to them and then the, the Christ's bloodline was put through them. But as far as the new covenant, they're not chosen as far after the new covenant, right? They, they, they still are. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, they chosen that, in terms that... of morality. Like, like can they, are they a, super, are they a superior people? No, they're not that's superior. What I mean. but, but so that's, if, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. If you if you look at it, look at it this way, because it's it's undeniable that we are Gentiles, right? Yes. So we're 100%. stepchildren. We're we're adopted into the family. They're the the natural born, if you will. Not right? if they disbelieve. God. They're grafted out. If no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm not talking about disbelief. I'm not talking about okay. disbelief. All right. Right. right? I, I'm just saying that how how God views it. Right. Mm. Uh, because you're right. At the end of the day, they still have to accept Christ. Yeah. You know, if we're going by Christ, because there's no other way to get to heaven other yes. than through Christ. Christ tells us there's only one way to get to the Father. He didn't say there's two ways, right? So one, right? Yeah. So, but in God's eyes, the Jews are his natural born children, if you will, right? I'm, I'm illustrating. And then we are his adopted children. He doesn't treat us differently in the sense that he loves us the same, but there's there's that connection with them. And there's an inheritance that they have, and we also partake in that inheritance equally. That's what Scripture mm. tells us. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I can't argue with that. I mean, that that's a pretty good summation of it. Uh, I just think that that there's a di- like it's. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to. I don't, I don't want to go. It's better to use Scripture than to like use an analogy. But like, they are historically the chosen people, and I'm not a full like some. Pe- there's this thing called uh, replacement theology, where they think that the that the the church fully replaced the Jews as far as like we are the new Israel 100 percent of the way. I don't agree with that. I think there's still like promises that were made to like ethnic biological. Uh, historical israel i think that that's that the prophecy will be uh fulfilled in that way i just don't think if if they thought the way that you just presented it carlos i would have zero problem with it but what they believe in is this goyim which means cattle thing where they 
treat us different. It's a different, like there's, there's two different like forms of morality. Um, and I, I think if it were to stop at that, look, I, I believe what the scripture says. So if we were to like stop at that, uh, I still don't think that they, that I, I don't think it's immoral to want the people of your country to be a certain demographic. I don't think that's immoral at all. Like Japan, Japan, I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with like, so I think that that like if, 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 a um, a country were to say, Hey, we're not going to let another Jewish person into this country. I don't think that's immoral, but I still, I mean, I do agree that they're like, uh, that they're in that in the respect that you said, I do, you know, agree that they're the chosen people. I think to argue with that would be to argue with the word of God. So, you know, and, like and, that, and that's the thing. And that's the thing. The the group of people and, and, and I'm not going to bunch everybody in there, but um, if, if those people, whoever they may be, are like that, that's on them. I go by what the word of God says. Right. And so and so that's what I stick to. And that's where I get my pride. But to your point, irrespective of whatever. Christ is the only savior. Yeah, that's it. Right. Yeah. At the end of the day. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And. <laughs> yeah and like another interesting thing you said Stephen, when i when i i forgot if it, if it was when you came on my show or when you and osiris did that show where you talked about like um you thinking like um if like say like a country like oh one my mistake sorry about that the matrix um got involved again <laughs> but yeah like you you were making the assumption you you think that like um if like the people rose up against their government goes against the bible i believe that's what you told me was that yeah, you told me that or what did that. you tell Osiris? That? I tell Osiris that I think that that violent revolution is not biblical is not biblical. Yeah. Um, I think that that's pretty plain in uh, in Romans 13 and in first Peter, I think four. Uh, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, Stephen. Yeah. You're absolutely American right. Revolution it really isn't unfortunately. Yeah. Yep. It's that we don't have an example of that in the New Testament. Yeah, sure. We got plenty of the in the Old Testament, right? You know, you got wars. Wars on top of wars, right? Uh, but in the New Testament, we don't have that. I mean, when Jesus came around, the Romans were in power. They were oppressing them. And Jesus never once told them, hey, get up and fight. The, I, and this is where I personally struggle. I, because my flesh tells me I got to fight for my freedom, right? I don't yeah. want to be oppressed and so on and so yes. forth. Now, if, we, if, if the, the first Americans, the early Americans had that same outlook, we'd still be governed by the Brits. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, gosh, it, I, I, I have my opinion, but my opinion doesn't matter. It's what the Bible says. Yeah. And, yeah, and we yeah. really don't have an example of Jesus telling us to pick up arms and fight against that. Yeah. And, and, you know, and it, I was uh, so I play on um, I don't know if you guys know who Let's Be Frank is, but he's a YouTuber. Oh. He's a good buddy of mine. Uh, I think so. He uh, I play on his prayer stream every Monday morning. And we always read a chapter of the Bible and kind of discuss it. And we read Ephesians five today where it says, while oh. wives submit to their hus your husbands and husbands love your wives like like Christ loved the church. Now, that doesn't mean that doesn't say wives submit to your husbands. It, and but if he doesn't love you the way if he doesn't do his duty, then you don't submit to him. And it doesn't say if she doesn't submit, you're to, you're to abdicate your duty. And then if, if that happens, I guess you're, you end up in a relationship where one's not carrying their weight. And, but that, does that mean you don't do your duty? Like you said, Carlos, we would still be subjects of British rule, and, but we also would have not sinned. Um, so you might be in all kinds of bad situations if you don't, if you act, if you act morally, 
you might be in all kinds of bad worldly situations, but that'll be, that's like the cost, man. That's the cost <laughs> for, so I, yeah, I mean, if you read Romans 13, there's, I mean, I, also this thing about the old Testament, like I don't see any times in the old Testament when there was like an armed revolt against the ordained government. I don't know if there, if there, there's incursions, there's like them taking over land and there's the Exodus where they left and the God did his work in the Red Sea. But I'm not sure if I see any times where there was like a, like the Jews were not allowed to rebel against the Babylonians during the exile. Like they didn't do that. They just dealt with it. And then one day they went back. Uh, but I don't know if I see this like American revolution style overthrow during the Old Testament. I, I would have to look. I don't know the whole Bible, but it's an interesting yeah. point to look up, right? Yeah, now. no, there's there's definitely examples of it. Number one, there wasn't a government the way that there is now, right? There was sure. kingdoms. That's a good yeah. point. Right? That's a good yeah. point. And yeah. and so what we have a clear we have a clear example of the Philistines being like the number one enemy of the Jews during the Old Testament, where King David was constantly at battle with the Philistines, right? Now, in regards to your mention of uh, Babylon. King Nebuchadnezzar does come in, but it is a punishment from God because uh, the particular uh, uh, Israeli king at that time, I forget his name, uh, he was he was double dealing. He was he was making deals with Babylon and and deals with Egypt. And so King Nebuchadnezzar found out and ransacked Jerusalem. Um, but this I mean, Israel, I think, only had like historically speaking, like two or three good kings. The rest were all like really bad yeah. kings. And so and so. This one was a bad king, and it was part of God's punishment that Babylon would come in and ransack them and, and take them away and so on and so forth. So it, it, they really didn't have the means uh, at all. And it was part of it's similar to the book of Judges, right? It was just one of those things that happened due to Israel's turning its back on God. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, 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 that actually is a pretty good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, no, I mean, there's constant. I mean, Samson's another one. Samson also fought against the Philistines and they were being dominated by them. Right. So anytime you have a, a judge, you know, like in the book of Judges that came up because Samson was a judge, uh, you, you they're they're being decimated by an enemy force and, and they're called. That judge is specifically brought up to liberate Israel during that time. Mm -hmm. so again every reference that we have in the old testament does signal that but new testament we really don't and and there is a section in, in in the book of hebrews that does mention war and battle but it's referring back to old testament stuff do you do you know where that is like what chapter in hebrews that is just so i, can I, I would have to look look it, look it up yeah. it's been yeah. a while since i've been in there okay. but i'll look it up and i'll send it to you yeah, offline. this is for sure. my reading tomorrow so i can no, i can yeah. find it yeah good yeah, yeah absolutely. cool man absolutely. love the word yeah. of god man I oh yeah talking about it too. oh yeah me too yeah. Yeah. praise god hey guys i gotta take off my wife you mentioned ephesians 5 i i love that section uh you know what a lot of times that section you know well at least back in the past and by a man who's not really following god that verse takes gets taken out of context so much. It's like, you're the wife. You have to submit to me. Did you read the prior chapter where it says submit unto one another in love yes. and reverence? Did you read that by True. any chance? Yeah. Right. I'm supposed to submit to my wife the same way she's supposed to submit to me. Right. But that doesn't happen. Now, what's interesting about that verse, Stephen, real quick before I go, is that notice how he tells husbands, love your wives as if you love yourself. Right. Why? Because we do love ourselves. We're not going to treat each other yeah. bad, right? So don't treat your wife bad, right? But then with the wife, tells them very something very different. Doesn't tell them to love, tells them to respect, right? Respect your husband, submit to him as if unto the Lord. Why? Why the difference? Why doesn't he tell women to love 
and also men to respect. Men are built on respect. It's mm. our air, if you it, will. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. need no it to breathe. Women, God made women emotional. That's their air to breathe, right? So he doesn't have to tell them to love because that's the way that he made them. They naturally, it's it's something natural in some, inside of them, right? Doesn't have to teach us to respect. It's something natural in us. So it's very specific why he puts those there because he made us specifically different. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Well said, man. Well, that All right, guys. Well said. Hey guys, thanks so much for the invite. Nice to meet you, Carlos. I'll talk to you later. Steven, I hope we can chat again. Yeah, come on my show, man, anytime. Absolutely, brother. God bless you guys. Take care. God bless you. Oh, See yeah, man. Carlos, I'm right before you go. Just just so I know we've gone over this plenty of times, but where can the audience find you at? Oh, um, you can find me find me on Prime Animations on YouTube. I'm on Facebook, right? Prime Animations. That's that's my art project. But if you want to go on the political side, it's Patriots of the American Republic. Uh, that's where I, I do all my politics on that channel. Okay. Thanks, brother. Thanks, guys. Take, Take care. care. God bless. Right. Take care. God bless. Yeah, like he was the one that actually got me in more into Christianity, more into God. Like, like Good. I said, I was I was Love always it. I was, I was like, I, like I told you, I was always spiritual, but like, um, he's the one that got me more towards God, really, after conversations that I've, that I've had with him. Cool. Sweet, man. Yeah, that was a good chat. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, that, I can see why you have a lot of respect for that guy, and it's good that you're on your Christian walk, man. That's, that's, yeah. it's definitely the biggest, big white pill, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's one of my brothers, man. Like, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. And like, I, I've had him on my show plenty of times. Like, um, like, he told me, I'm like I forgot whether it was the first time I had him on or the, or the second time. We're like um he we're like he always he was an atheist until he until he found Christ really mm. and and it's, he's had the best time of his life ever since he has. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, he's got some good knowledge, dude. So yeah, a lot of that stuff I was actually I actually didn't know a whole lot about that really a lot a lot of that I I did not know. Yeah, it takes a long time, and it's like um. You know, if you're not being, you know, I've learned more in the last year and a half than I have in, in a, like my whole life because I'm being like actively discipled by people in my church, especially my pastor. So that one on one discipleship time, um, I think that's very important. Do you go to a local church where you're at? I haven't gone to church. I haven't been to church in years. Like, um, like, like I said, like I, I went a few times when I was younger, but I haven't gone, gone a whole lot, really. Got to find a church, man. That's, yeah. yeah. That's got to yeah. participate in the body yeah. man that's like the number one advice i'd give you just um, yeah i know no no churches yeah, are perfect you know yeah but yeah yeah Car carlos he's a non-denomination that's what he yeah. told me he was and that's what i've been actually that's been actually be been becoming yeah I, I i haven't done a whole lot of research a whole lot I, i'll be completely honest about that i have i'm not there's no no hiding that but like uh, but like um, i've been I've been looking a little more into it, actually. Just been, just been think, looking a little more into it. Just a little. Yeah. Yeah. Good man. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's like we got, we got to do another collab again with all three of us again. Yeah. Sometime. Cool. Yeah. Invite me on. You know, like I said, usually a week or two notice. Uh, I, I is what I need to to come on. But yeah, I'm down to shoot the shit, man. This is a good time. Yeah. Sometime. And also his brother-in-law, Sal, is someone I think you would love to have a conversation with too. Because if you love having a conversation with him. You will love having a conversation with Sal. Cool. Like, yeah, that that was pretty Good cool. Like, yeah. So yeah, uh, I think I didn't have much else to talk about. To be yeah, honest, I think that's. A, I think I said we ten fifteen is when I got to. So I I think that's good. It was a good chat, man. Thanks for introducing me to Carlos. Should I? Uh, yeah. If you guys want to follow my uh, channel, it's uh, it's Ignoramus on Rumble. I think you got it linked below in the show description. 
but yeah. uh, someone, some guy in the chat gave me some crap for uh, linking something, what? but I'm going to link my... What, uh, no, what did he friend. link? No, nah, nah, he's just giving me crap for linking stuff, but it's, he's one of my best <laughs> friends. I just call him this, time, this guy, some guy in the, in the chat. So <laughs> if you guys hit the link, it's uh, rumble.com slash user slash ignoramus. I'm streaming tomorrow morning. The name of the stream is That's a Man, Baby. <laughs> um, we're gonna be talking about the shooting, you know, some race stuff, some spiciness. So, uh, hope to see you I'm, guys all, tomorrow. I'm also going to put Carlos's channel in the in in the live chat too, um, as well. So everyone else can go there. So yeah, in case you guys haven't found that, that's actually Carlos's channel right there. It's on YouTube. So make sure to go go over there and subscribe to him and tell him that Ray sent you over there. It's like we're all trying to help each other grow because we're all we're all in the same kind of little bubble like we're still mm -hmm. like we, we all we're all we all believe in like I'm um, um, like I'm um, God and Jesus and like I'm um, freedom and stuff like that when I'm talking about freedom you know what I mean actually so mm -hmm. like yeah. yeah 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 well but yeah but yeah like um, we're, we're all kind of in the same bubble and we all need to stick together really mm. yeah. yeah and yeah. yeah building up the rumble I think you know I I wasn't uh too into rumble when i started about three or four months ago but i'm getting some good viewership here and i i think rumble is pretty it's a good uh i haven't heard of too many people getting banned from me yet so actually no one no one getting banned so i think yeah. pushing things over here is pretty smart i've actually gotten more views on rumble than i ever did on youtube from for a lot of my videos yeah because i'm not that shadow banned yeah yeah that, that's that's a good point yeah youtube does all their different stuff but yeah it's pretty easy to show up in the in the recommended and stuff on uh yeah, yeah. rumble so yeah i'm gonna and um, i'm probably gonna be looking go go back to watching a lot of this some um, um episode two because there's a lot that i missed and a lot, a lot like um i didn't quite get a hundred percent it's like yeah yeah so i'm gonna have to go back and relook at that and and, and go and regain the knowledge for that cool Sweet, y'all. All right. Uh, Great. Uh, Always right. nice to see you, man. And I'll see everybody in the live chat around, uh, okay? Uh, all right. Where can my audience right. find you, at? just to be sure? Yeah, just... Ignoramus on Rumble. It's down in the uh, show description. And if you go to the dumb stream, that's where I'm streaming right now. I'm, I'm My channel, Ignoramus Media on YouTube, is dark for about three months. And uh, you can follow the dumb stream on, uh, on YouTube, Ignoramus on Rumble, and JR Normus on twitter yeah. that's linked below yeah. in the show description yeah. as well yeah. okay yeah yeah so you're also streaming this too uh right now yeah yeah that's no, what you said no no we're just oh, okay. live here right now oh, no, oh, okay. no, I, I don't do I, I don't have a problem I, I don't have a problem I, actually do i don't i have a problem i when i've interviewed a couple people before and they're like going live on their channel i kind of think that's rude i think like the whole thing is, is like it's your show the content should be here when i had alex stein on three times he he would stream it while he was on my channel i think that's a little bit uh i don't know about rude but it's like it's your show we sh yeah. i should be sharing with my fans that they should come here and yeah. so you get the viewership but I, I don't i don't like when people do that unless you like agree on it ahead of time yeah, yeah but um you would also kind of get a little more traffic going to your channel especially if someone who's a lot who's way yeah. big you get a lot more views and subscribers yeah i, I just like it's like if you were to but hey, but hey know, if you if, it, if you ever want to do that with one of my videos, you're more than welcome to. Sounds good. Yeah, I mean, usually what I usually will do is I'll I'll take this stream and I'll make a podcast out of it. I that's what I that's what I usually do. I rip the audio from these Rumble. Whenever I get interviewed, I rip the audio, put it on my podcast. So that all I'll be doing that. Okay. Oh yeah, uh, and one more thing, Revolt Twenty Four. I believe that's how he's saying it. Um, he says get Carlos on Rumble too. Um, I've been trying to tell him he should probably get on Rumble sometime, but he's right now he's folks he's focusing on on YouTube. So yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you're cool. gonna. I, I don't know what he's gonna do. You have to ask him. Like, yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, did he send? He also sent you um your um his his channel, so you can go. Yeah, over I'll there be and in check touch with him. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. So. Oh yeah, you're you'll he's a great guy, man. Like he's yeah. one of the one of my favorite people to talk to. Cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Sweet, all right, man. Well, great to talk to you. We'll see you later. All right. Yep. Thanks. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks for stopping right. by. Yep. Take care, man. Peace. Take care, brother. Peace. All right, there, guys. That was Stephen and Carlos. That was a really, really great episode. And like, yeah, guys. So. Make sure to like this video right here on Rumble and subscribe to my channel here on Rumble because I'm trying to grow my audience. Like, like I'm not, I'm, not, I'm trying to get my entire word out, my, my, the word out that I'm trying, what I'm trying to speak. And yeah, that's what I'm trying to do, guys. All, like I said, make sure to like and subscribe to this channel here on Rumble. Also, follow me on all the social media platforms. Um, link because I'm on all of them. The link to all of those are in the description below. Also. Follow, follow me on all the podcast platforms as well. The links to those, I believe, are in the description as well. I believe so because I'm on all the podcast platforms as well because I'm trying to grow those just as much as I'm trying to grow my social media. All right, everyone. This is Ray, and this was um, Steven and Carlos. Catch you guys. And this has been the Ray Infinity Show podcast number 104. Catch you guys later. Peace.